Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Kegos, Pickens, Jackson. Are you ready? Yeah. Now live from the Whiskey 61 Lounge inside the Bank Plus Studio. You are listening to Mississippi's number one sports talk show, The Out of Bounds Show with Bo Bounds. Streaming worldwide live on the Out of Bounds radio app and on your radio at ESPN 105.9. The Soul. And the show is brought to you by the show would be the Out of Bounds Show. I'm your host, Bo Bounds. This is 105.9 The Zone ESPN. And the show is brought to you by the uh, Porterhouse, Medium Rare, Kessler Prime, and the Renaissance, KesslerPrime.com to make a reservation. Good morning to you. It's a Jet Sweep Friday. If I don't see a bunch of Jet Sweeps today, and tomorrow in college football, I'm not going to be happy. Let's run more jet sweeps. Come on. I need coaches to commit. We're streaming live on the thezone1059.com. Uh, your Dallas Cowboys last night with no running game. Zero. N- Mr. $90 million. Mr. $90 million. Zeke Elliott averaged 2.4 yards per carry. And uh, the Dallas Cowboys won game number 12. Tony Pollard did not play. The other dude that played, Malik, uh, what was his name? Davis. Yeah, he's even better than Zeke. Um, But, uh, I mean, you could tell. He's more explosive, got more wiggle, and and so on. But with no running game, the Dallas Cowboys went to Nashville, did what they needed to do, and they won. However, I am really concerned about them losing their starting center. And that looked awful. Um. It really did. It 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 looked bad. And I'm hoping miraculously that it's just a sprain and not a tear, break, whatever. Um, our sports injury discussion brought to you by Mississippi Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Center. I don't need the starting center out. Dallas had guys dropping left and right last yeah. night. Blake and I talked this morning. I'm okay if uh the Dallas Cowboys 
Um, sit Dak Prescott next week. I don't think the Eagles are going to go over. When Dak, when it looked like Dak may have tweaked his knee, that had me pretty freaked out. But he looked okay afterwards. But uh, I don't want to surprise y'all I'm not an orthopedic surgeon or even a physical therapist. Also, they play at Washington next week, which is the pits of hell when it comes to football facilities. I wouldn't play Tony Pollard either. I wouldn't play anyone. Yeah, CD. I'm I'm hoping, this is crazy to say, but A, I don't think it, I don't believe Philly will go 0 for 2 because if they were to lose this week with Gardner Minshew, they're bringing Jalen Hurts back and they will win week 18. So I don't think they will lose. I think they'll win one of the next two, if not both of the next two. They play New Orleans this weekend. <laughs> so easy dubs there. And so you want to avoid injury. I wouldn't start a single starter. Against Washington. That and, and field, that's hard to do on a 53-man roster, but I get where Blake's going. That field is the death knoll so, for players. Out of the 53, uh, one of them's a backup QB, one of them's a punter, one of them's a field goal kicker. Uh, like those guys will play. You're, no, no, you know, no, but, but I'm try- I mean, you really don't even have like the extra set of 22 after your 22 because then you get to 44 players and then you only got 53 players on the roster, but I get where Blake's going. The top 20 players on the roster shouldn't play. Yeah, there you go. It, it, it we forget how thin that thing is as far as mm-hmm. that that roster in the NFL. But good win by Dallas, win number twelve, and we'll see where that where that goes. They're currently locked into the fifth seed. Okay, so if all the all Philly has to do is win one of the next two, and Dallas is the fifth seed. Gotcha. So uh, people are asking on the Ag Up Equipment text line, and they have been asking, and I meant to address it yesterday about Chad Bumpus. Former wide receiver at Mississippi State under Dan Mullen, who played at Tupelo High School and had a hell of a career, even before Dan got a passing quarterback. Um, you know, if Chad Bumpus would have played with Dak Prescott, watch out. Um, but Chad Bumpus played at Tupelo, had a really good career, considering Dan was more run heavy during Chad's time than because Dan had to play to his strengths and tailor the offense around what he had. Uh, and Bumpus went on and got into coaching, and he's the wide receivers coach out in Utah under Kyle Whittingham, who is an excellent football coach. And everybody has wanted Chad to come home. And people have asked, do you think Bumpus will be back on the Mississippi State uh, coaching staff? I would not be surprised whatsoever if Chad Bumpus is back on the Mississippi State coaching staff. And then you've asked this question. How many changes will Zach Arnett make? I don't know. I mean, he's going to make some, but I, I, I can't tell you a number. And then people have asked about Lane Train saying what he said in this press conference after the Texas Bowl. There will be staff changes. He did it. He did not go, you know, he didn't go into any details about it. But here's the deal. Chad, would I be surprised that if Chad Bumpus joined yeah. Uh, they tried to get it done last year. They could. I thought they dropped the ball. Not doing it. But we're back where we were last year. And we'll see what they do. Um, Chad would be a, a tr- Chad Bumpus would be a tremendous asset in recruiting and, you know, uh, retaining players. and th- Don't forget, your coaches are not just recruiting high school kids and junior college kids and trying to have enough connections to know who's in the portal, which you better. Um, 
They're also, they've got to have enough get it factor to constantly be recruiting the players currently on your roster. Because retention is also the name of the game, right? Like, uh, you know, it, it, your school, you want to, you want your retention rates to be off the charts at Mississippi. Start regular students at Mississippi State and Ole Miss. Like MRA's retention rates are like ninety nine percent. That's what they want. You want kids to start in kindergarten, first, second, third, and stay. You want your players to start as a fret. I mean, start on the team, not be a starter necessarily, and and finish out. So. I would not be. We're going to have some changes in Startwell and Oxford. We'll just have to see how many. And uh, well, sometimes shakeup is good. Some sometimes too much is too much. But uh, yeah, you got to be able to recruit. And uh, I'll look for Zach. Look, guys, Zach Arnett thinks thought the world of Mike Leach. That doesn't mean that he has to run his program exactly like Mike Leach ran his program. So. That's the way I see it. And then our, our text line, we've got Ole Miss fans on the text line that are still absolutely fear. I mean, these are guys that are awesome to us and always hitting us with text. And they are still furious over the way the year ended. I'll get into more of that later. Jeff Duncan, Saints, NFL, NOLA.com, wrote the Peyton and Breeze book. Jeff Duncan at 8.30 on the Yingling Lager guest line. Brad Logan, Ole Miss Insider, 9.30. Blake? How many changes, because I think one staff is clearly in a much more tumultuous moment than the other. Kiffin may make a couple changes, but for the most part, you know, he had to just hire two new coordinators as well. So I don't know that there's as much of a staff rotation under Kiffin. Arnett's a whole new head coach, yeah. whole new program build. How many, not how many will he, how many pieces should Zach Arnett be looking to upgrade? Because let's be very clear, we don't need to make changes. Whoever you are, your program doesn't need to make change for the sake of change. You should be changing to upgrade. Absolutely. In everything you do. In everything you do. Absolutely. Uh, so you're asking me how, how many. How many should. Not how many will. How many should. If I you're think Zach it'll Arnett, be three. It should be at least four. Okay. Mostly offense? Both sides? What is? I think you'll see... More on offense, one on defense. I don't know. Okay. No, I mean, that's why I'm asking. That's yeah. my guess. Yeah. You clearly need a play caller. Yeah. yeah I mean, that's yeah. what... Your, your number one high... Uh, Chad Bumpus coming home is great, and that will get the fan base all hot and bothered. And Chad was a phenomenal player at Tupelo in Mississippi State. Um, but let me just tell you something, man. When I tell you that this is the $100 million hire for Zach Arnett... You just, the offensive coordinator hire is everything. It's everything and then some. The offensive coordinator hire at Mississippi State for Zach Arnett is everything and then some. The Out of Bounds Show is powered by Rick's Pro Truck and their spray and bedliners and lift kits at RPT. Jeff Duncan at 8.30 on the Yingling Lager Guest Line. We'll talk some Sean Payton and Dak Prescott. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere 
and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. I got to tell you, uh, Blake and I were discussing this during the break, and I have to share this story with you. I used to do a show in, uh, that was based out of Destin, Florida. And um, it was wild. Just back in the almost wild, wild west of sports talk radio. I don't remember what year it was, but let's just say it was uh, 2007. And uh, <laughs> so these... Uh, these doctors got all hot. Doctors get all hot and bothered and want to invest in stuff they shouldn't invest in. And um, so these two guys down in Destin were doing really well. And they there was a, a radio station. There, and then we picked up like 15 affiliates or something. And I was still doing the morning show out of bounds. Uh, but it, this was a mid-afternoon show from like 2 to 4, I think. And there was a contact some way, shape, or form, and I got involved. I did not invest money, thank God. But, um, and, and I could tell when I drove down there the first time that they were kind of discombobulated on the business side. But, but it sounded like a hell of a, an opportunity and just something that I wanted to do. And so... I made several trips down there, but the first time I got, I guess, hired to do the this mid-afternoon show out of Destin, Florida, but uh, there was an affiliate here in Jackson and on the coast and, and I don't know, another dozen, 15-plus outside of that. Um, this is before streaming. You know, our guy in Atlanta today can stream us all good. Dallas, Tupelo, y'all know the drill. And I told Blake this. that I went, I drove down there, and I met with them, and we had dinner. And then I drove over to Orange Beach to meet Wendy. And I was so jazzed up that I got up and drove in for my show from Orange Beach. And Blake went, what in the hell were you thinking? So I got there before 7 a.m. I don't remember when I left Orange Beach. Maybe 3.15? Well, that's what I was about to say. It's like four hours, isn't it? Yeah, and you can, you know, at that time of the day, you can haul... You know what? Yeah. Um, but I was just thinking about that. And those days of doing that show, I mean, it was such a cluster, but it was so much fun. <laughs> it was so, you know, it, it was the wild, wild west. Nobody really knew what they were doing. There was no really strategy. There were other shows, actually, too. Yeah. That were coming out of that. That's funny. Kind of group or station. And, uh, but I met some wonderful people 
And there was a minute there where as it started rolling the first three or four months, you know, they, they were like, just move down here. Just move down here. And, you know, we're, we'll just, we'll do sports talk. You know, it's kind of this la-la land, Skittles and unicorns. We'll just do sports talk radio from Destin forever. And you can still be in the Jackson market, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And I thought, you know, but when you're, when you're on in that many affiliates also, your show has to be fractured. Correct. And you struggle to pick a lane. So you have to be very, very careful. Um, that was the peak part or maybe the beginning of the whole XM and idea of national syndication yeah. for everything. Yeah. Not just like political we get, right? It makes sense that you could do a politically national show because politics are national in some respect. But we thought we could do that with everything, with right. Sirius XM. And then right. we found out people still like... It's why podcasts have been so insanely successful. Absolutely. Is because <clears throat> why would I want to eat a six course meal when I can go find the one, you know, the one course I like yeah. and eat that course. It's, it's why people, I don't think watch sports center the way they used to, because I can now, if I'm a state Ole Miss LSU Bama fan, I may get five minutes of myself on sports center, or I can get 30 minutes of, of what I want on a podcast. Absolutely. Out of bounds, ESPN one Oh five nine, the zone brought to you by Cypress Depot and Ridgeland leading supplier of hardwoods and Cypress in the southeast, cypressdepot.com. I could tell you some stories, though, of that Destin Sports Talk Radio experience. cypressdepot.com. Blake, we've got Zach Arnett. People are still coming in on Chad Bumpus. Uh, look, I, I'll, I'll continue to say, I would not be surprised at all if Chad Bumpus is on the Mississippi State staff. I think it would be a good hire. Chad knows people, played there, has got some good experience. You know, he he's a savvy Young man, ambitious, uh, and loves Mississippi State. I don't know. One plus one plus one equals three. I mean, does the okay? Does the Cadillac Williams thing yes. influence this thought process? I, I, I just think that he would be a a I call it a player magnet. And he and you need a you need a guy that you need more than one. Actually, you probably need about three out of the ten at least. But he'd be a player magnet on not just players that he recruits, but players on the roster. Mm -hmm. You've got to be recruiting. I'm talking about hard. The players on your roster to stay at Mississippi State, Ole Miss, LSU, and Arkansas. All right, Blake. Um, do we want to do Zach Arnett on Will Rogers or Zach Arnett? Yeah, I think so. Zach Arnett down in Tampa. He is the new head football coach for Mississippi State. And somebody asked him about Will Rogers, and this is what he had to say. Obviously, you, you judge a quarterback by uh, how they perform and, and typically the record of your team. And so uh, since he's been the starter, we won a lot of games, and, and he's played really, really well when he gets us into the right plays. Uh, you know, I, I think I can't speak to every offensive system, but I know in the last three years learning under Coach Leach, he gives a quarterback a tremendous amount of, of freedom at the line of scrimmage to, to really check into whatever he wants. And uh, Will's Will's got to be up there. He's one of the best to ever do it in his, in his in his system. So, okay. So he just told you that Will Rogers is going to um, have a lot of autonomy in doing what he wants to do on Monday, along supplemented by Spurrier Jr. He just told you that. Yeah, you, know, you don't have to overthink it like y'all do on the message boards and everywhere else. This, this is very simple. Uh, Zach Arnett just told you the deal. Will Rogers knows this offense like the back of his hand. He's a coach's son. He's first in, first out of the building, and he has started since about the fourth 
game of his true freshman year, which we've talked about how that's not what you want, but that was not Will Rogers' fault or Mike Leach's, okay? And uh, he's played pretty damn good considering who Will is athletically and skill set-wise. No, he's played really well, actually, considering who he is uh, athletically and skill set-wise. And he's going to need to play. He's going to need to make I don't want to surprise y'all. He's going to need to make some plays on Monday for you to win. I mean, unless you just shut out Illinois and win 13 to 6, he's going to need to make some plays. And as, as poorly as he played against Ole Miss, he made some plays. I mean, he threw a dime to Tulu. He threw a cr- couple of crossing routes. I mean, he had a couple of crossing routes right in the breadbasket where Ole Miss defenders were all over Jaden Wally or Rufus Harvey or Tulu in the second half that had to be completed for you have it for you to have an opportunity to win. He'll tell you way before I will that he did not play well uh in the golden egg game, but he had four to six plays that were damn good plays. That was the difference in what Mike Leach brought to your offense, Mississippi State fans and alums, that had never been done before. That's why as you modify it, I still think you need to chunk it around and a lot and a lot and a lot and a lot because 96 other Mississippi State teams would have lost that game by 14 points. Correct. Just Will's ability to complete four to six passes, even though he's not Dak, you know, he's not Chad Kelly. He's not Matt Corral as far as skill and athleticism. Um, He... Having the ability to do that and move the chains is something that you've never been efficient enough or good enough to do. I wouldn't go away from that. A win Monday. Would I upgrade? I mean, Will's done a great job. He'll be considered, you know, a a wonderful player in the uh, lexicon of Mississippi State football. But, yeah, you want want Chris Parson. Every every fan base wants Chris Parson or whoever's next to be better skill set and athletically and and so on and so forth so um i thought that was some really good i thought zach arnett just told you what you needed to know about the offense on monday jeff duncan coming up next nola.com what's the latest on sean payton and i want to get his thoughts on dak prescott jeff duncan on the yingling lager guest line Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody, listen carefully. You're listening to the SEC Insider Hit on the Bowbound Show. Fueled by Fleetway Market. Fuel up your car and cooler at Fleetway this football season. Let's go. 
Uh, the Out of Bounds show is driven by the Ram Trucks at Mack Hike in Flowood. MacHikeFlowood.com for your next Ram truck, pre-owned or new. Jeep Grand Cherokee. We're live in the Bank Plus studio. Our guests join us on the Yingling Lager guest line. We welcome in our friend Jeff Duncan. NOLA.com, Saints NFL insider. And, of course, author of the book, Peyton and Breeze, The Men Who Built the Greatest Offense in NFL History. Jeff Duncan, good morning. How are you? Hey, Bo. I'm doing good, man. How you doing? Well, I'm doing well. I appreciate you taking some time. I want to start with Sean Payton and his future. And Sean's in the media. He's been making the media rounds. I listened to his interview on the Ron Rosillo podcast. And he is going to be wooed and courted. What do you think Sean Payton is going to do in the next few weeks, Jeff? Uh, I think he's going to continue to sit back and survey the landscape and see what develops. I mean, there, there's not a lot, in my opinion, of intriguing options for Sean Payton. But, Bo, you know this. I mean, every year there seems to be a surprise opening. No one's uh, foreseeing. Uh, you know, no one can predict. If something like that happens, then I think it opens up uh, different possibilities for him. I know he wants to coach next year. That's clear, but he's not just going to run out and take any job. You know, he's not just going to take a job to take a job. He he very much wants to work in a, a successful, functional organization where every coach their their top priority is: Do you have a chance to win? You know, your chances at being successful. And he's going to go to an organization where that exists. And if one doesn't open, then I think he'll be fine sitting out another year doing TV. I mean, he's playing a lot of golf. He's traveling with his wife. They're doing a lot of fun things. I think he'll be fine doing that if if something doesn't materialize. Do you think he'll never say this, but do you think he would love to be the coach for Justin Herbert and – the L.A. Chargers. Oh, yes. No question about that. I mean, he's he's living in L.A. right now. That's where he's working Fox Sports. Got a place on Manhattan Beach. Not a bad place to be living. And Justin Herbert is, in my opinion, maybe the, the single most talented quarterback in the league behind maybe Patrick Holmes. You could even make an argument he's, he's more talented than him. He's a freak. So, yes, he would love that. But I think people have gotten caught – up too much in trying to predict the Peyton sweepstakes in looking at where the quarterbacks are. You know, I think that's way overrated okay. when you look at, at organizational functionality and ownership and management. That's what's most important on this list, without question. And there's still some questions in, in the Chargers organization. I mean, sure. that the Spanos family, there's a history, there's a track record there. And so I don't think it's a done deal, even if it opened, but there's a lot of things that would add up. So that may take out Arizona because Arizona has it for the most part, Jeff, you've been covering the league for about 30 years. For the most part, the Arizona Cardinals have not been able to get out of their own way. And even though it, let's say Kyler is going to be okay, which most guys are today, Dak had a gruesome – a lot of these guys have had just terrible injuries and they can come back because of the sports medicine and therapy today. That could take out an Arizona-type franchise that hasn't operated at optimal level for more than maybe 
a year or two in the last 20 years. Right. A lot of people have tried to put Sean Payton there. I don't see it. I, I don't see it at all for all the reasons you mentioned. And then here's one thing I would say about the quarterback situation. I don't think it necessarily, if you don't have a quarterback, I don't think it rules out Peyton going there. But if you've got a bad quarterback situation, I don't think he's going anywhere near there. And I think <laughs> Arizona has a terrible quarterback situation. You have a guy that's hurt. You don't even know when he's going to come back. Right. Uh, I don't even know what Peyton thinks of Kyler Murray. He may not like him at all. I mean, he has very strong opinions about certain quarterbacks. I, I know talking to him this offseason, he did not like Deshaun Watson. He did not want Deshaun Watson in New Orleans. If he would have been the coach here, that would not have even been a pursuit. He has strong opinions. The only reason I bring that up is because he will get on a guy or off a guy very, very clearly. And so I don't know how he feels about Kyler Murray, but you can't – if you don't like him, you're stuck with him. Uh, and that contract is immovable. So that, to me, was another major reason why I, I don't see it happening there. It, if you had to bet a few hundred dollars, would you say he spends one more year out of the game doing media and waiting for that – Really, really yeah, good that, opportunity. Well, uh, Bo, that's where it's leaning right now. But if something happens, I mean, look, if if and I love Mike McCarthy. I'm a big fan of McCarthy. I think he gets a way too short a shrift from people. Uh, the guy, all he does is win games. I mean, they're winning again big this year, and people are still looking for his job. But if they go to Tampa, and that's what probably is going to happen here in week one of the playoffs, and get beat, I mean, all bets are off. I mean, that's Jerry Jones point. is. A, a motivated guy to win another Super Bowl, and that team is way more talented than the Bucks. But that's a dangerous game. I mean, in, in defense of Mike McCarthy, that that's a no lose situation for the Bucks, right? You're at home, you have a terrible season, and you get a one shot to knock off the Cowboys in, in Tampa. To me, that's a very difficult game. The Saints learned that lesson when they went out to Seattle a few years ago. I remember. So, yeah, yeah, it's it's not going to be an easy game, but that. That's the one possibility that if that were to open and, and Jones were to move off McCarthy, I think that would be a very strong marriage because that team is ready to win a Super Bowl and Sean Payton could take it over the top. But otherwise, I think he sits out. I don't think that the, everything I've been able to gather, the Saints are, are happy with the way this team has finished this year. Uh, they're supporting Dennis Allen. Uh, this out of principle alone, I don't think Mickey Loomis and Gail Benson would want to move uh, after one year, uh, first of all, they'd have to stroke a massive check to do it. They could do it, but it'd be it'd be difficult. And then it, it just the optics of it are, are not the way they've operated in the past. Okay, Jeff Duncan Nola dot com NFL Saints Insider on the Yingling Lager Gas Line. You mentioned if things unraveled for the Cowboys and they lost their their first playoff game on the road, and and Jerry Jones you know, decided to, to fire Mike McCarthy would, I know we've linked Sean Payton and Jerry Jones and Stephen Jones forever. Cause he coached there and so on, but would, would Sean go into, there's kind of dysfunctional too, because Jerry and Steven have never really been able to let go of something that they're really not good at. And that's the personnel part of it. Uh, with the Cowboys. I could argue they should have easily added, you know, a wide receiver uh, going into the year, a defensive, it's simple things. Um, do you think Sean would, would be able to function and work with them? Because, I mean, like reading your book, 
talking to you, having you up here. Sean is such a strong personality, and Mickey Loomis was able to massage that and manage that, but you can't get into an F-bomb match with Jerry Jones every other day. How would that look, Jeff? Yeah, I think I think that's something he'd have to negotiate and navigate, but he's been there before. He knows those guys very well, very well, even socially. Uh, he's He hangs out with those guys. So I, I don't think that's an issue. Uh, it, I think he would see the pros outweighing the cons. And okay. I agree with you. I think one of the problems the Cowboys have is that the general managers are the owners. And when you see the team being undisciplined and everyone wants to come down on Mike McCarthy, a lot of that, in my opinion, is because the Cowboys don't really put a high premium on a lot of the things that the Saints do here. And that is, you know, disciplined players, uh, you know, guys that aren't going to make mental errors. The Cowboys don't care about that. They just want talent. It's kind of the old Al Davis kind of mentality. And that can come back to haunt them, as we even saw last night in their game. They were very undisciplined in a lot of ways, and they still won because they overwhelmed them with talent. But I think Peyton would be a perfect fit for that because he he would, uh, you know, his attention to detail, his ability to keep his team disciplined and mentally tough, that's one of his great strengths. And I think that's exactly the kind of thing that Dallas would thrive on, at least that roster. Huh. Okay. Yeah, because, see, I think uh... – but, you know, I think Dak does an unbelievable job considering what you just described. It, it's a clown to a certain extent there. And mm-hmm. because of Jerry and Steve, you know, they don't answer anybody. They're the owners. They can't, the, the sense of urgency isn't there because they're the GM owner and everything else. Um, I almost feel like Dak's attention to detail and leadership keeps them tries to keep them in between the lines. How do you see it from afar, Jeff Duncan? Well, look, I think he's got to take responsibility for some of this. I mean, he's, he's, his interception totals are, you know, are what they are. They've got to be – they're not all on him. But last night, one of them definitely would hit the guy right in the numbers. Those are the kind of things, I think, that are holding this team back, that the penalty issues. I do think Dak Prescott would be an asset – in the mind of Sean Payton. He would look at him as a Super Bowl-caliber quarterback, uh, and, and that roster is loaded with talent. I mean, they've got playmakers everywhere, both sides of the ball. That's why I give them a great shot to win the Super Bowl this year. I know a lot of people don't see that, but they showed the other day beating the Eagles. They can beat anybody in the league when they're focused and into it. The talent is just overwhelming. So um, I think it's not. it wouldn't be a done deal, though, if it opened up at all, I think it would be a heavy consideration for Peyton. And, and, and a big part of it would be because there's really no other options out there. I, I think the most important thing to Sean right now in his next stop is going to be where can I win another Super Bowl? He's won one. He's a, a Hall of Fame coach if he wins a second one. I think that drives him. He wants to be at the highest level of success. He wants to be in the mix every year. Uh, I go back to the quote Bill Parcells, that he, he repeats all the time. Parcells told him there's 10 or 12 franchises in the league that are functional in the playoff hunt every year. You want to be in one of those organizations. The rest are just swimming in circles and can't stay out of their own way. And I think Sean's going to land in one of those 10 or 12 in his mind that are functional. He's not going to go and try and reinvent the wheel the way he did here in New Orleans. That, that was difficult sledding. And he's going to be a legend here forever because of it. 
I don't think he wants to do that this time around in his in his career. Yeah, uh, what he did in New Orleans, just nothing short of um, remarkable. Jeff Duncan, NOLA.com on the Yingling Lager guest line. All right, let's let's jump around a little bit here. Uh, what do you make of Russell Wilson? Is it is it Denver? Is it that Seattle did a much better job than we think they did with what they did with him? Is he a shot fighter? He bounces back. How does Jeff Duncan see it after 30 years in the NFL? No, I, I think it's a Russell Wilson issue. There's there's too many, uh, too much smoke there from from within the Seahawks organization, right? You've seen some of the comments from Richard Sherman. I think there's some definite intangible factors that he lacks in terms of being the quarterback and face of the franchise. Uh, you have to be uh, the CEO. You have to be the, the general. Everything, that's such a hard position. There's so many things that go into it, and all those factors have to add up if you're going to be truly great. And I think there's a, there's something lacking there. Whether, you know, I've heard people say, uh, you know, he's kind of a phony leader. People don't buy in. There's something there that's missing. And and that certainly has manifested itself in Denver when he also doesn't have the infrastructure, the organizational support of a Pete Carroll and a good coaching staff. Uh, it, it, it unraveled on him there. Now, I think a lot of that is Denver's fault. But, uh, you know, you can't hide from the fact that Seattle wanted to move on from him and has done well without him, uh, I, I think that says a lot. Uh, you mentioned that Dennis, that the Saints and Mickey Loomis and Miss Benson are are kind of in a good spot with Dennis Allen and the way this team is is maybe playing and finishing. Uh, I mean, we know the NFC South is well close to garbage this year, but but what do you think the Saints are going to do? What can they do? What would be their options at the quarterback position? Yeah. I'm I'm writing about that right now, so it's perfect timing. Uh, I don't know what they're going to do. I think they've got a very difficult road ahead. I I see a major transition and overhaul this offseason. Maybe a a much – well, I don't think maybe – a much bigger roster transition this offseason than what we saw last offseason. I understand what they were trying to do. Bo, they they went in and said, look, we've got a good roster. Let's keep the status quo, the same coaching staff. Let's keep the most of the roster intact, the leadership, this culture we've fostered over the years. It worked. It, you know, it's worked before it's going to work, and it didn't work this year. It all kind of fell apart. The roster wasn't as good as they thought. Some parts of the roster aged. And now they've got a major transition to make. It, you know, they've got to move in a new direction and um, at quarterback, I don't see a lot of great options. I, I'll be shocked if Jameis Winston is back. Uh, they can move on from his contract after this season. I think a fresh start for him would be welcome, probably need to get him somewhere else. Now, do you bring back Andy Dalton as your stopgap kind of transition quarterback and draft a young one, uh, or do you try to find one on the free agent market that's an upgrade over Dalton? I know they like Dalton. Uh, I think he's – a perfect backup quarterback in this league. Actually, one of the best you could get. But I think he's a backup quarterback. And I think in games like they have this Sunday, when they step up in class and they play against elite teams like the Bengals, like the Ravens, uh, that gets exposed. They're not good enough at the quarterback position. And 
I don't see any options outside of him right now unless they get into the quarterback market with Garoppolo or I don't think Geno Smith will make it to the free agent market. Uh, you know, the Gardner Minshews of the world aren't upgrades over Dalton. Let's talk about Minshew for a second. Uh, we're biased here because he's from here. Um, yes. So you're not. You're, you're just looking at this like, hey, I've, I've, I've been in this game for a long time. How do you see Gardner Minshew? Do you see him as a spot starter slash excellent backup for several more years? Um, you know, Jacksonville, when he was there, Jacksonville was totally dysfunctional when he was there. And I feel he did a great job hanging on to him. What do you see in Gardner Minshew? I think he's a good, very good player. I mean, I think he's he would be a lower-end starter in the league. I think he would be very similar to a, to a Dalton. I mean, you know, there's a, a, a phrase in scouting circles and personnel circles in the NFL. When they characterize quarterbacks, they, they, they designate them as either a truck or a trailer. If you're the truck, you're, you're carrying the organization. You're carrying the roster of the team. If you're the trailer, the team is carrying you. And you can win both ways in the league, but you, if you're going to be the trailer, you got to be good in the rest of the roster, right? The defense has to carry you. That's that's kind of what Vrabel did in Tennessee with Tannehill. Yeah, he said we got a guy; he can be the trailer, but we're going to be good everywhere else. Derrick Henry, we're going to run the ball, we're going to play good defense, we're not going to make mistakes. That's the perfect situation with a trailer. That's what the Saints tried to do this year, and the roster wasn't good enough around the trailer, and it fell apart. That's the philosophy that you can win with in the NFL if you don't have a truck. And let's face it, there's very few elite quarterbacks that can carry a team. The Saints had one for 15 years, and they're learning the hard way what it's like, what the other half of the NFL live like for those 15 years when, when you're scrambling around trying to find somebody at that position. It's, it's very difficult. Everybody in the league wants one of those guys. Jeff Duncan, Saints insider, NOLA.com on the Out of Bounds show and the Yingling Lager guest line. Um, you, you talked about, you wrote about this in your book, Peyton and Breeze. Let's, let's talk Drew Breeze for a second. With, with somebody that focused, kind of militaristic, loves the structure, loves the grind, the schedule, you went in depth with that about how Sean and Drew fed off each other perfectly, and it's rare that you get that cocktail in the NFL. It looks to me, I think, I think Breeze wants a very structured schedule. And, and, you know, wants to be wanted and, you know, all that. And he looks like he may be trying to find what he wants to do. The, the broadcasting didn't work. Now he's a Purdue interim assistant, whatever. Where do you see this going with Drew Brees, the way he's wired, Jeff? I, I think he's going to continue to do what he's doing, very similar to the way Peyton Manning is wearing a lot of different hats, doing a little media, staying connected to the game, has a lot of business ventures. Uh, spending time with their young families. That's the most important thing for Drew right now is his family time. His kids are at the age where he really wants to be involved with their – they're just getting into sports, uh, and he wants to have that flexible free time. So when I heard he was uh, going to be an interim with the, with Purdue, it made perfect sense to me. It's like a two-week run. He gets to get back into the game a little bit, but – People trying to act like he was going to coach, that was never a possibility. I mean, that is so far beyond what Drew Brees wants to do. Uh, 
I, I just know how he's wired. I mean, coaching is is long, uh, you know, thank, thankless hours. Uh, you know, I've talked to Zach Streep over and over about it. I mean, he had to think long and hard about leaving the broadcast booth to get into coaching again because he's got a young family. You know, how many? How much time it takes you away from your family? Uh, Breeze's top priority is his family. I, I don't see him going into that direction at all. Maybe a front office executive type job down the road, something like that. I could see that happening, but I think he'll get back into into media work before he does that. Okay. So, were you surprised that the media deal went the way it did? This first, not time? really. I mean, I, I didn't think he was as bad as everybody said he was i mean i don't there's a lot of group think out there as you know bo i mean all of a sudden it just becomes a thing i never watched the games and said boy drew's terrible i, I never thought he was great but i've heard a lot of people I, maybe i'm just not critical enough in that world but i know flying to stanford connecticut was not his cup of tea from from his san diego base and again more more time away from the family uh, he wanted to point. do more games on the west coast mm. and that's not where nbc Really wanted him to do it, so I think, I think the time, uh, you know, restraints were was a big problem for him. But I think he'll get back into it, maybe on a limited basis in the future. Okay, yeah, I, I see where you're going. I mean, Jason Garrett and Tony Dungy are absolutely boring. I mean, that's watching paint dry. So we'll we'll see what they do as far as shaking that up. All right, man. Uh, Sugar Bowl, I, Sugar Bowl doesn't really have a butt. I mean, Bama expects to be in the playoffs and in the national championship game and win. Now, it's a big deal for Kansas State. So, are you seeing a lot of Kansas State, you know, colors around town? How's it look? Yeah. Yeah, that was downtown yesterday. There was a ton of Kansas State people here. I I view that game a lot like this Tulane-Southern Cal game at the Cotton Bowl. You're going to have a lot more alums traveling for that game from the underdog. Uh, It means more to them. Uh, It's going to be, obviously, a statement-type game for Kansas State, a statement game for Tulane. Uh, those are blue blood programs, but I just don't know if either of those teams can. If both those teams come, Alabama and Southern Cal, come to play and are focused, and I think they will be, uh, then I think it's going to be difficult uh, for the other team. Just, just uh, I think the talent will overwhelm Kansas State in this game. I, I think given Saban a month or you know three weeks to game plan. I think it's going to be difficult for them to move the ball as well. Even even with this Alabama defense, it's not a vintage Alabama defense. I, I think they might struggle in this game. I tell you what, Jeff Duncan, Willie Fritz is one hell of a football coach for Tulane. <laughs> God. Better believe it. To do what he did at that school, impressive. Hey, uh, happy new year. Thanks for hanging out with us. Let's do it again soon. Yeah, anytime, Bo. Take care, buddy. Jeff Duncan. On the Out of Bounds show, NOLA.com, his book, which is outstanding. Peyton and Breeze, the men who built the greatest offense in NFL history. I'm jealous of Jeff Duncan because he's got a, a relationship with Sean Payton, and I would love to have dinner with Sean Payton. And we've had dinner with some really cool people over the last 20 years. We are the Out of Bounds show, 105.9 The Zone ESPN, brought to you by Fleetway Market. All of your road trips, fuel up at Fleetway Market in Glugstadt, Madison, Dogwood, and their other 20 locations. Don't forget about the Market Cafe in Glugstadt. Back in a sec. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumpacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchases, over prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.